Good morning, New York. This is the Cats Roundtable. John Katzman is here Sunday morning. What the heck is going on in New York? With us today is uh, former Governor David Patterson, and he was also the Democratic State Chairman of New York State, and uh, one smart guy, Governor. Congestion pricing? They want to punish everybody in New York? They want to glom more money from, from New Yorkers? What say you? Well, John, let's start with a little history. I want to turn the clock back 202 years. That's okay with you. I want to tell you that in 1820, the United States did a census. They did one in 1800. This was the second one they did in 1820. And New York State contained 3% of the country's population and accordingly was responsible for 3% of the economic development. All the cities... Uh, population directly was connected to their generating business. So uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania had 2% of the population. They did 2% of the business. Charlotte, North Carolina was 1% of the population. They generated 1% of the economic development. Now, between 1820 and 1840, two two things happened that really changed uh, the movement of New York City. One was that New York State completed the Erie Canal that they started building in 1817, and the other was the establishment of the Erie-Lackawanna Railroad. When they did the census in 1840, New York had grown to conducting 46.4% of the entire country's business. 46.4%. And its population... Have we done anything since? (laughs) Well, this is the problem. The population went from 3% to 13%. The people moved where the jobs are. And that's why New York City has always been the real economic capital of this country. The problem is when you start driving people out of the city with these incredibly high prices that they're going to charge in congestion pricing, you are going to reignite the problem we had during the pandemic that business leaders and workers have learned they can get their job done without coming to the geographic workplace. And so if you order an Uber, it's not going to be two minutes. It's going to be a very long time because nobody's going to pay those prices. And we are contributing to the destruction, not only of the economics of New York City, but the character of the people who live there. Well, you know, instead of destroying the entire Manhattan, uh, where people have to go to see lawyers, accountants, uh, hospitals, uh, whatever, uh, and, you know, they, they want to open up casinos in New York, maybe open up a casino in Manhattan and take the income from the casino to pay the congestion pricing, to pay the MTA. Well, there are three casino licenses that are probably going to be bid on, and it will probably cost something like half a million apiece. So that would be $1.5 billion coming into the state economy. And, of course, some of it could go to New York City. There are a lot of ways that we could probably find to generate revenues. But congestion pricing isn't just an economic issue. It's basically a cultural and social one, and I think we lose in the end because – um, nobody's going to pay those prices. They're going to find someplace else to go. They've already done it. The companies are having trouble getting people to come back to the offices in New York City. 
it's just the, the stupidest thing I have heard of in a long time that you're going to charge people to go from, if you lived on 75th Street and you want to go to 55th Street, you have to pay them an extra $10, $15. I mean, this is insanity. John, you live right near the border. Are you, are you going to cross the border? <laughs> in fact, I'm scared to cross the border. <laughs> now, speaking of crossing the border, John, Governor, uh, uh, the governor of, T- of Texas, Greg Abbott, has come up with, I think, is one of the most brilliant political strategies I've heard in a long time. Now, I'm a Democrat, and there are a lot of things I don't like about what he's really doing. However, sometimes you have to tip your cap to your opponent. And in this case, his sending hundreds of aliens who come into the country by bus to New York City, which is a sanctuary city, has really paid dividends to him politically. In addition, it put New York's mayor, Eric Adams, in the position where he can't say he won't accept the immigrants because that would be going against what has been the policy most Democrats have about immigration in the first place. But also, if he sends the immigrants back to Texas, he is, in a sense, going against his own uh, uh, attempt to get the federal government to help pay for the fact that they're here. So I don't think that Mayor Adams is being hurt in this process at all, but I think nationally it's an amazing way to focus people on the whole um, immigration process. But the biggest problem of all, and I I did speak to uh, Governor Hochul the other day, uh, is crime. And I I, I tried to tell her that uh, uh, crime is going to be the number one issue in November. What say you? I think that some of New York City's numbers have gone down and statewide the crime rate probably isn't as high as it may have been some years ago. But that can't be the answer because when the collective population, and this is liberal, conservative, whatever they are, there's a perception that there's a crime problem. You're hearing about muggings, flashings, even shootings in midtown Manhattan, right in the uh, uh, in the central business district of Manhattan itself. So if you don't have plans, you at least have to speak against the problem. And uh, Mayor Adams has spoken against the problems. Now, some people could say there's some plans that they have that they think he should use. That's fine. But at least he's talking about it. I feel that a lot of my Democratic colleagues believe that this uh, election is in the bag, that Hochul tested 14 percent higher than Zeldin recently. Well, unfortunately, uh, Governor Mario Cuomo tested 16 points ahead of Governor Pataki in the beginning of October in a New York one poll. And Pataki won the race because it was a groundswell of support for the position that he was talking about. Uh, and I hope that in spite of the, what happened in the conversation between you and the governor, that the governor has got to see this. She is very bright and very tough. And um, I don't think she's going to alienate as many people that she thinks she will by standing up for what's really right right now are some uh, new ways to keep the worst of all the criminals off the streets. I told her she's a tough lady, and I said to her, you got, you got to recognize that uh, the people in, 
in the streets are as angry as heck right now, and and uh, and I, I've never seen them as angry. Everybody's aware of it. Every Uber driver I'm in, every taxi driver I'm in, everybody's talking about the same thing. They're talking about congestion pricing. Uh, I hate to use that expression, sucking people's blood. And, 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 and that's all they're doing. They, they just keep taking the money out of our pockets. Well, John, as you know, I take a lot of Ubers uh, because uh, people won't let me drive. I don't know why they won't let me drive, but I'll respect it, and I'll take the Ubers. But when I get out of an Uber, every time, either the Uber driver says to me, be safe, or I say to the Uber driver, be safe. That's just how people feel right now. And you not only have to combat the real problems, you also have to combat the perception of the problems. Uh, people have lost elections over perception. And, uh, and, I, and I, you know, uh, when I did speak to the governor, she said that, oh, things are getting better. I said, governor, I said the perception out there has uh, never been worse. Right. And it's how people feel, not how they should feel, that makes them vote the way they do. Governor uh, David Patterson, thank you so much for for continuing to speak out for the people of New York. We all love New York, and we have to make a big comeback. Thank you so much, John. Thank you. And this is the Cats Roundtable. We'll be right back. 